check us out to hear the latest on life in the volunteer state. Yvonka and her guests discuss everything from life, love, and business with a Tennessee flair. It's a Tennessee thing! Always relatable, always relevant, and always a good time. This is Talking Tennessee, and now your host, Yvonka. Welcome back to Talking Tennessee with Yvonka. I'm your host, and guess what? Guess who? Tell the people. David Landis is in the building, everybody. Welcome, honey. I always feel welcome when I'm with you. Do you feel welcome? I do, and I'm especially excited to be here. I get to talk about one of my favorite things. What is that? Blood drive. Blood drive. What is the blood drive called? It is actually the eighth annual Keeping the David Landis Miracle Alive Blood Drive. And it celebrates my recovery from when I was traumatically ill in 2013 uh, in the hospital for five and a half months. And my first day in the hospital was like five months. And I got 36 units of blood, which is four times the amount of blood contained in the average human male. And then uh, the second time I got four more units. So in that six month period, I got a total of 40 units of blood. 40 units of blood. So you went in on August 16th, 2013. Let me go back a little bit, viewers, to give you some backstory. August 16th, 2013, we were planning a church cookout that was going to be the following day. Um, and David was about to have a smoker moved a whole bunch of guys were supposed to meet him at 12 to move the smoker to where he wanted in the backyard because they were going to smoke all the meat for the church cookout. But I got a text message and the text message changed my life. The text message read by Adrian, his daughter, um, that her dad was sick and that she'd never seen him look that pale. And she said, Mom, you need to check on him when he gets home. Because David had dropped her off at a real estate class. When he got home, David came in, and he was standing straight up when he first came in. And then he said, Yvonka, can you get me something for pain? Um, because I'm not feeling well. My, I, my stomach is hurting really bad. Well, I went to go get him something for pain. He took the medicine, and he was trying his best to make it wear, uh, wear off. Then 20 minutes later, David asked me to give him something else for pain. Well, I knew then something was wrong. Because anybody that knows David, David doesn't like to take medicine at all. But he was in so much pain 20 minutes later, he couldn't stand straight up. Our lives changed that day. David went to the hospital. He went to Park West Hospital. Shout out to Park West Hospital. Because God used them to save David's life. David, that day, if you could go back to that day, I know you probably don't remember much about it, but what could you say that sticks out still about that day? I don't remember much about it at all. I vaguely remember a Greenville hospital. I do remember dropping Adrian off. 
And Do you remember fighting with me about, I had a closing that day and David wanted me to go to that closing. And so me and his assistant lied to David and told David that I was going to go and go to my closing and he was going to go to the hospital and I'd come afterwards. Do you remember that, David? I remember it from the stories you told, told me. I don't remember that actually happening. Well. Like, I don't remember getting to the hospital. I don't remember checking in. I remember vaguely some ha things that happened while I was in the ER, in a bed in the ER. Mm hmm And then I don't really remember anything. Do you remember when they moved you to a floor? No. And he was, you were screaming? I remember screaming. I remember shaking the bed back and forth. Mm -hmm. I remember screaming and praying, screaming and praying, cussing and praying, um, because the pain was just that bad. Uh, and that's about all I remember. I remember waking up months later, um, coming in and out of consciousness. The, I, I think the first thing I remember was like a Tennessee Vanderbilt football game. Okay. That was on in my bed in my hospital room. Yes. And that's... I think really kind of it. That's the first thing I, I remember coming back. And then stuff started coming back to me vaguely. David was 39 years old when this happened. David had a pancreatitis attack due to his cholesterol and triglycerides. Your normal triglycerides should be 150 and below. Your cholesterol should be 200 and below. David's triglycerides was 6,400. People, that is deadly. His cholesterol was 1,600 and above. That's deadly. David was, I was told that David wasn't going to make it daily. I was told that David's organs were shutting down and they were going to give me a mortality rate. Well, at the time, I knew that I couldn't hear that because it would stick in my head. And I knew what I needed to do was pray. I knew I needed to um, seek God and do what he needed me to do. And God, he guided me through the whole time. The doctors and nurses worked night and day for David. Um, they were so gentle with him. They were so gentle with me and my children I left my house that day and I came back one the next day just to get some clothes and then I didn't come back for five and a half months. If you could only imagine having the life that you desired, we had it. Our marriage was great. Our finances was solid. Our spiritual life we thought was where it needed to be. Um, our children was fed. Everything was in line the way me and David had planned it. But God had a different plan. You never can, you, I don't think you ever know um, what you can go through. Finances, when someone gets sick, can cripple you. And even when the miracle comes through, as I prayed for God to give David a miracle, the financial burden was still there. I never knew that David could, I, I didn't know that David had never given blood. So when the nurse told me that David had never given blood, I had just told my good friend Vicki Williams she wanted to organize a blood draft to replace the blood that David got. 
I told her no because I felt like the real estate community had done so much for me and I did not want to look like I didn't appreciate until the nurse pulled me aside and said, hey, you're paying $500 a unit because David's never given blood. That's $20,000, folks. $20,000 that it can hurt anybody. And that was just for the blood. That wasn't for his stay. That wasn't for the doctors. It wasn't for the surgery. David lives without a pancreas. He's got a new normal. But the one thing that I can say is no matter the doctors and the nurses working hard, if medic did not supply blood for East Tennessee, David Landis would not be speaking to you today. So basically... When I was in the hospital, as your mom said, they came together and had that first blood drive to replenish, basically, and, and account for the blood that I received, um, basically wiping my bill clean. If you give blood on a regular basis once a year, um, your entire immediate family is covered. In um, your household. In your household. Uh, everybody in your household is covered, and they will get, in the event of a catastrophe or an illness, they will get blood from the medic with, at no charge. Um but not a lot of people know that, so a lot of people don't donate. And there's a huge need for blood, especially now with uh, the onset of the pandemic. But even without the pandemic, the need for blood hasn't gone down a bit. Um, in actuality, in all of North America, the U.S. and Canada, basically, it takes 43,000 pints of blood to supply everybody's need. Um, somebody, needs, somebody needs blood every two seconds. Um, only 30% of the U.S. population is eligible to donate blood, and only less than 10% do so on an annual annual basis. So um, those numbers are staggering if you add them all up. You know, the 43,000 units a day, um, that's a huge amount of blood compared to the donations that, that they get. Um, one donation can save up to three lives. That's big. Three lives. David's blood drive, he's had seven. This will be the eighth blood drive. We have helped medics save 1,617 lives in seven years. And we need your help. We absolutely do. And, and, and getting back to the pandemic, there are blood products that are, are absolutely needed because of the pandemic. Um, convalescent plasma is basically what they call it. Um, anybody with antibodies that has had and recovered from the disease, especially your, 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 the need for your blood is through the roof. Um, you will help other people to recover based on that. Um, even without that, you know, I, the amount of blood that they need just for the East Tennessee or the not the greater Knoxville hospitals is through the roof. Locally, it takes over 300 units of blood to supply our 28 local medical medical centers and hospitals every day. Folks, that's a lot of blood. You know, it's it's my dream to get to one, where one day we supply from our blood drive blood for at least a day. Right yeah. now, we're not there working towards it, but that's my that's my goal. That that's what's on the horizon for this blood drive. Um, everybody that comes out gets you know something a chance to, to spin a prize wheel we get great gifts from local businesses local families um they donate door prizes gift certificates merchandise um, and depending on what time you come you could either have breakfast or lunch on uh the landis family and friends um we have snacks 
um, you will get the official Keeping the Day Atlantis Miracle Live t-shirt. So there's a lot of, it's you're giving to save a life and we're giving back to say we appreciate it. Um, the biggest thing I would say is to the black community, sick cell is in our community. I understand that so many people of all races say, I don't like a needle. I don't, I don't like a needle. Nobody does. But the day you get sick, they will have to use a needle to get you well. So you have to look at it in the manner of sacrifice is a sacrifice. You can sacrifice for someone today because you never know when someone had to sacrifice for you tomorrow. So don't get caught up into, I don't like to be poked. I don't like to be, you know, you know, take a shot or anything like that, because you've got to know that part of recovery and medical is you're going to have a needle. Okay. That's just to get an IV, to get a shot, to get medicine, whatever. That's what they use. Another thing is when you're scared, don't come, come to our blood drive because we support our donors. If you come to our blood drive and you're nervous and you're scared, whatever, we have volunteers there that will literally go on the bus and hold your hand to get you through it. So don't get caught up into being scared because hear me, there's all you, you, people say about pain. Oh, well, it's, it might be painful. Well, you know what? It's not painful, but painful can turn into purpose. Okay. The purpose is, is to save lives. And if you save three people's life, can you imagine what that would make you feel like? It would make you feel tremendously, you know, a blessing to someone. So you have to know, you know, purpose is to save someone's life. And what makes our blood drive different is we actually try to motivate people to come out. We don't just hang a sign out. We have food. We have music. We have entertainment. We have local news coverage. True block um, party. It is. It's actually a block party atmosphere. It will be a safe and socially distant block, block party atmosphere this year, but it will absolutely still be fun. We will have hand sanitizer. Everybody will be wearing a mask. Uh, you will be socially distant from everybody except for the medical attendants, and they obviously are always protected even you know, before the pandemic. So come out. It's a great cause. It's actually November 4th this year, the first Wednesday of every November uh, yes. at the Petros parking lot, 7005 Kingston Pike. Um, it, it'll be a good time. This year, do me a favor. I love and, and, and appreciate the fact that you are coming to donate blood. Call somebody. Call two, three people. Bring somebody with you. The more people that come, the more lives we can save. And there's a lot of people out there that say, well, I can't give because I take this medicine or I had surgery last year. That's fine. And we understand that. But bring somebody, bring two, three people, be the person that drives them, be the person that, that motivates them yes. to get down there and donate. You can do your part even if you can't give blood. If you don't live in Knoxville, find a local medic uh, blood center, find a Red Cross blood center. Yes. Go and donate. If it's a medic center, tell them that it's for the Keeping the David Landis Miracle uh, 
a live blood drive. If it's a Red Cross do donation center, either way, reach out to us. Our numbers, our, our communications all over social, social media. Contact us. Let us know that you donated or you took three people to donate. Whatever town, uh, country you're in, let us know. We want to hear about it. Yes, we want to, and we want to say thank you. So be sure to tag us in your post. You know, take a picture while you're there. And, you know, shout. we'd love to shout you out on our social media. You know, we love to see people supporting uh, David's blood drive. You know, the best part about this blood drive is, is a lot of times when we're trying to keep a legacy going, the person's passed away. This person, when you come to this blood drive, you get to see the miracle standing in front of you. I am very much alive. He's very much alive, and he's very much alive to help other people stay alive, just like him. It's important to me, folks. Please make it important to you to save lives. So November the 4th at Petro's parking lot, you'll see the big buses outside. Is The address is 7005 Kingston Pike. We'll be there from 9.30 to 5.30. If you would like to make an appointment, you can call 865-742-4505. It's 865-742-4505. Her name is Vicki Williams. She'll be glad to get you set up for your appointment. So if you don't have much time on your and you want to do it on your lunch period, I would highly recommend you to set up your appointment because the people that have appointments will go first in line. So make sure you do that. And how late will we be out there for the people that want to come after work? We'll be there till 530. Yeah, so call and get an appointment at 5, 515 if you're trying to come after work. We will be there all day with bells on. We will be trying to save lives. We will be having fun. There may even be local celebrity appearances. Yes. We've had that in the past. Had a great time. Correct. And okay, and the hashtag. Okay, listen. The hashtag for this year. Okay, we always do a hashtag. So, David, what would your hashtag be for your blood drive? Hashtag give one save three. Well, guys, y'all hear it. Give one save three. Make sure you hashtag anything for that blood drive. Keeping the David Landis Miracle Alive 8th Annual Blood Eight. Drive is November the 4th from 9.30 to 5.30 in the Petros Shopping Center, 7005 Kingston Pike. We want to see you there. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Talkin' Tennessee with Yavanka. Watch out for our weekly episodes from the first family of real estate. And check us out on the web, www.YavankaSalesRealEstate.com. See our videos on Yavanka's YouTube channel or find us on Facebook under Yavanka Landis and Twitter at Yavanka Landis. And don't forget to tell a friend about us. Until next time, Yavanka signing off.